At Urban Farm Podcast, we are all about education, and April is Foliar Feeding Month. Have you heard of it? It is a super simple application of spraying liquid organic fertilizer on your trees and garden plants. The leaves, branches, and trunks are incredible at absorbing nutrients. And if your soil isn't great or your pH is off, foliar feeding is a quick and long-lasting fix to get your plants the nutrients they need. Want to learn more? Join us for our free online webinar on how to apply this amazing process to your gardens and fruit trees. Visit urbanfarm.org to sign up. That's urbanfarm.org. Decades ago, I started growing food in my front and backyard, and I realized that my mission in life is to inspire and empower others to grow their own nutrient-dense, healthy, organic food. Because of this, a lot of people have come to me with their gardening questions over the years, and that got me thinking, what if we put together a community that would help budding gardeners blossom? So I finally made the idea a reality with my Urban Farm U member program. Each month, your membership includes three live online events, a monthly class, a chit-chat with an expert, and a monthly coaching session, plus access to the experts on our member page and a significant discount on our signature courses. I'm deeply committed to transforming our global food system, and I do this by empowering you to grow your own food. The Urban Farm Membership Program is a simple way to get going. Please join me in transforming your food system today. To learn more, go to urbanfarmmembership.org or text MEMBERSHIP to 33444. That's urbanfarmmembership.org or text MEMBERSHIP to 33444. You're listening to the Urban Farm Podcast, your partner in the Grow Your Own Food revolution. Whether you've just been introduced to urban farming or you're a lifelong advocate, we're sure you'll leave feeling more informed, equipped, and empowered to dig deeper into the soil of your local food economy. With you every step of the way, here's your host, Greg Peterson. Today on the Urban Farm Podcast, we have Lawrence Parkhill of Veteran Farmers of America to talk about helping our returning veterans heal through farming and agriculture. Lawrence signed up for the infantry at the age of 16 when the towers fell and left at the age of 18 to go to Camp Pendleton. He was deployed twice to Iraq with India Company, 3rd Battalion, 1st Marines, and then extended his contract by six months to deploy with the Marine Corps Forces Special Operations Command to Afghanistan. Lawrence has a total of five years active duty as a machine gunner and got out as E-5 with two Purple Hearts, and a Navy and Marine Corps Achievement Medal with V Device for Valor. Lawrence is the president and co-founder of Veteran Farmers of America and also the National Maintenance Support Manager at Mission Produce in Oxnard, where he lives. Welcome to the show today, Lawrence. Hey, Greg. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. Absolutely, and thank you so much for your service. We all appreciate it. So I shared a bit about you. Can you fill in the blanks for us and share more about the path you took to get where you're at now? Yeah, so I grew up uh, in California and, you know, Las Vegas, and we I saw a lot of agriculture, but uh, my family wasn't involved directly in it. But I was always kind of curious about it. And, um, you know, as I prepared for boot camp and would train, uh-huh. I would see uh, agriculture all around me, and uh, it always interests me. So... I uh, started 
training to go to boot camp. I left, as you said, when I was 18 after I graduated high school uh-huh. and trained up, deployed a few times, came back, trained up, deployed another time. You ended up deploying three times and wow. uh, came back and didn't exactly know whether I was going to continue on in the Marine Corps and retire or if, uh, you know, what, what, I, what my plan was going to be. So mm-hmm. I ended up getting out of the Marine Corps. I, I worked in a manufacturing for company for a little while and I uh, went back to school in the GI Bill. And, oh, good for uh, you. It wasn't until I uh, came out to Ventura County and met uh, Mary, uh, Marinville of SEAG. And oh, yeah. uh, she kind of, she showed me uh, a, a side of agriculture and she had a lot of contacts up here. And that kind of what started to get the whole thing going. In the summer, when I was done with school, I was looking for, uh, you know, something to do, and I'd always kind of thought about how I could help uh, other veterans figure out what they want to do with themselves when they get back. Mm-hmm. And and the two uh, the two ideas kind of collided, and uh, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> wow! So, so it's been a long road, but. Here we are. Yeah, there you go. So there, there was some inspiration behind actually starting the Veteran Farmers of America, or the VFA. Um, what was that spark that happened um, for you? Well, you know, it, I, it's, it's funny. It's, it's really camaraderie is what it is. I have a buddy who was a neighbor of mine that I met, and he actually uh, was a Marine and a, a sniper during the uh, Gulf war conflict and uh-huh. Somalia and you know previous generation to me and he was you know very similar to me kind of he, he was a electrician by trade mm-hmm. kind of bounced around had some you know ha- had his fair share of issues and he, he got a house and actually planted a bunch of fruit trees in the backyard is maybe a third acre you know big by California standards yeah but wow. uh but not a not a sprawling farm you know and he uh he, he he really enjoyed you know going out there and you know planting them and picking mm-hmm. the fruit and keeping we have a ton of rabbits out there keeping the rabbits out right and, and it was uh you know it, I think it was good for him so that was kind of another instance where it, it seemed like there might be some uh, similarities between military service and uh, uh, agriculture right and you're outdoors you're uh, used to you know the weather. In a way, if you think about it, you go from uh, serving your country, you know, to protect it, and then you're, you know, you're feeding it. To serving your and, company, uh, providing, you're feeding it. Yeah, yeah, and you know, providing, uh, you know, food security for the country. So, I think a lot of the guys that come back can identify with that, and you know, make a find that it's a good career path and a fulfilling one, both. Yeah. You know, personally and you know financially <laughs> yeah so how did the vfa so, start so uh, i got to uh talking with uh mary and she we, we kind of had this idea and we founded it uh fourth of july 2013 and i was the guinea pig wow they uh-huh. sent me uh i wanted to know what you know what the work was like i said i'd seen the work and um and i had uh you know been around exposed to it, but I'd never actually done it. So I went to a small organic farm up in Ojai. I went to a lemon packing house here in the Ventura County area. Uh 
I went to Mission Produce. I started bouncing around and really getting a feel for what it is. And what I found was it's not what everyone thinks it is. It's not all just, you know, harvesting, picking. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not all intense, hard manual labor. There's there's sales, transportation, finance. I mean, you know, legal support. There's just like any industry in any corporation. Right. There's exactly. so many different facets of it that you, you you'd never imagine when you're driving down the road watching people you know, harvest produce. Right. So that was a, that was a big surprise to me, and it, it kind of opens the doors for a lot of guys that maybe aren't you know physically able due to you know wounds they received in action. Yeah. Uh huh. They're able to, you know, still do something in agriculture, still support the cause, yeah. feeding the country, uh-huh. but maybe from, a, a, you know, a desk or in a less physical capacity. Uh-huh. So that that was the spark for you to start it. Then what happened? Well, then um, uh, it's funny. I got a. I was at an internship at a, a place, and I got I got called by the uh, CEO of Mission Produce and. He, he kind of uh, hired me. <laughs> First, I told him I told him no, <laughs> that I was working on, uh, you know, building this uh, nonprofit. And uh-huh. I had a lot of other places to go, scheduled to go, but you know, he was uh, very persistent, and uh, I ended up coming to work for him. And wow, how cool uh, is that? Trying to you know do the job and contribute to the BFA as much as I can uh, after hours. Yeah. Cool. So what exactly does the VFA do? So the VFA does well two things right now. We um, find in, find internship placements for veterans. Uh-huh. Um, we have a list of community partners here in Ventura County, and we try to find a suitable location for a veteran to go to learn whatever it is he's interested in learning, whether it's animal husbandry or soils Uh or water or marketing, sale, you know, whatever he's interested in, management. We try to find a place that's going to be a good fit for both the uh, company um, taking the veteran Mm -hmm. and or the, um, and the veteran, you know, whether it's a he or a she, I mean, we have Males, females, um, all from you know younger guys and gals to older guys and gals. Uh-huh. So it's it's pretty much the bulk of our program is giving them an internship, letting them feel out what it is at little or no risk to the place that we place them at, to oh. the support you know to the company, the farm, right. or ag- agricultural leader that we send them to. So they're actually volunteering. It, they are. They volunteer, but they're paid in a stipend, 80 hours. It's an 80-hour program. You know, we try to get them a couple weeks and um, enough pay to take a, a burden off the farm and help the veteran, you know, be able to take time off work or uh, from his life uh-huh. or her life right. and uh, and take the time to learn about agriculture. And we also, you know, a lot of times, you know, guys are looking for job placement and that's a component of it as well. Some guys, you know, are looking to go to work. Some guys are looking to learn. Some guys are looking to learn and take, you know, take what they learn back with them to their home uh, farm if they have one. Right. Or to lease the farm and start their own farm. Mm -hmm. And some guys get it to uh, get an idea of what they want to do in higher education. So. Wow. So you're really offering a, a, 
a bunch of different opportunities for people to plug into their local food system and play, really. Yeah. Yeah, we want them to go out there, have fun, see what it's about, see if, you know, if it's a good fit. And, you know, we're finding it is. A lot of the guys are, that we've placed in the last few years are uh-huh. still still you know whether it's still in the industry uh whether it's the same place or not depends, uh-huh. but sometimes they stay at their ag place where they did their internship sometimes mm-hmm. they uh you know go on and do their own thing doing their own thing so if i were to put you on the spot right now and ask you to tell us about one of the guys or gals out there that have just been had a stellar experience could you do it Sure. Uh, we have a guy named uh, Paul, uh-huh. Paul Ranger. He actually works at Mission Produce. He came here to do an internship and he was hired, you know, basically on the spot. Um, he's still, you know, he's still working right now. <laughs> wow. And it's been, uh, you know, it's really, you know, from his own words, he, he says it's changed his life and, you know, it's really helped him and his family yeah. sustain themselves. Nice. Nice. So why is there a need for a program like the VFA? Well, because of those, there's nothing out there that really offers transitional assistance that is in agriculture. VFA is the only program where we can take veterans, screen them, find out what their interests are, and then, you know, set them up with a place in agriculture. To be honest, the, you know, armed forces they have a taps class that you go to when you get out but uh-huh. it's really it's not it's not enough the guys you know getting in there getting trained getting the job done and then getting out comes last so All it's right. uh you know it's a shame but um without nonprofits like this you know trying to find guys jobs and you mm-hmm. know opportunities you, that's where you start to see that 22 per day suicide rate oh it's it's important that the people in the community that rely on that um, protection and you know support right. they they give some support back to these guys when they come back and just help them get used to being a civilian again you know reintegrating yeah. into society. Yeah, have you? So you mentioned twenty two suicides a day, um, and that's for veterans, correct? Right. Yeah, they say it's one uh, percent of the population, but. Wow. 20% of the suicides. Yeah. Have you seen 20, 22 per day? Wow. And you know, you have the 20, you see on Facebook, the 22 a day challenge where people are doing 22 push ups. Uh-huh. you know, a day to kind of bring oh, wow. awareness about the situation, but it's, it's a much higher percentage than, you know, regular population. Yeah. So, and yeah. that's, you know, there's there's post-traumatic stress. There's, you know, we got, you know, amputees, there's a lot of uh, challenges that these guys face, mm-hmm. traumatic brain injuries, and and they do sometimes need a little extra, you know, support and yeah, guidance or, and or a lot. And just once they, yeah, once in some cases, yeah. I mean, but a lot of times we find that the the, the guys bring skill set and a attitude and you know that most employers are actually looking for. Oh yeah. Um, where you think that it's, you know, we're, we're, it's not a charity and none of the guys feel like it's a charity, uh-huh. I don't think. And all, none of our partners 
you know, seem that it like it's a charity. They're looking to hire these guys. And when they do, even if they just spend a couple of weeks there, they, mm-hmm. they see that they're, uh, they're not like their counterparts. They're, they're, they're willing to give and they don't yeah. care about long hours or bad weather. Or, they're, they're used to all that. Yeah. Wow. So, so Lawrence, if I was a veteran, uh, where could I plug into your program at? Well, you can find us on, uh, uh, you know, on our website, vetfarm.org. Uh-huh. Uh, we're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, we find a lot of guys locally through job fairs and at the bases. Oh, nice. And community colleges. Um, we're at, uh, you know, vet centers. It, it, it's pretty easy to get in touch with us, and we're pretty responsive. Once we hear from somebody, we'll uh, send them an application, you know, uh-huh. get, them, get a meeting scheduled with them, give them a screening, and, and, and see what we can do to help them out. Nice. And, and you're only based, the, you're based in California, though. What if I'm in Arizona? Is there, do you have services? It's funny that you say that we've had, uh, we've actually had some guys come out here and, uh, you know, from Texas and other places where uh-huh. they're, they come out here, they bring a camper or they, uh, Oh, wow. Uh, you know, they, they get a hotel or they, they figure they have a relative or something uh-huh. and, and they, uh, do it. Like I said, currently we're only in Ventura County mm-hmm. uh, and we don't offer any housing assistance as of yet, but you know, it would be great if we could, uh, put a place together where we could offer that. Yeah. Do you have plans of expanding nationally? Yeah, we'd love to. You know, once we get, uh, Ventura County under wraps and got to get everything situated here, we'd, we'd definitely like to explore maybe, you know, an East Coast chapter or, you know, find places where ag is prevalent and veterans are plenty and so similar to, you know, the Veteran Farmer Coalition. They're, uh, they're, I think out of Sacramento and they've pretty much, they've got chapters all over. So, oh, wow. um, they're a little, they do a little different thing than we do, but it's a very good model that they have. Yeah. Yeah. So what types of careers and jobs are available for our veterans in the agriculture industry? It really depends. I mean, we've had guys come in that are interested in operating uh, uh, equipment and machinery uh-huh. and we can, you know, get them on a forklift. We can get them on a tractor. We can, there's mechanics. We have a lot of CBs near us. So there's construction and mechanics. Um, we get, uh, all kinds of work like that. We've also had uh, accounting, you know, admin people come through. They're interested in accounting and finance. Like I said, the ag industry is huge, and any component you can think of in any other industry is here in ag. There's, you know, all kinds of stuff they can do. Yeah. Some guys are interested in, you know, like organic and sustainable farming, uh-huh. and um, we've got a we got a we got a couple places for that. Um, animal husbandry, if they're interested mm-hmm. in raising um, animals, we've got a alpaca farm where they can. Uh, oh wow do alpacas or cattle, you know, uh-huh. it's pretty much, it's, it's, it's pretty, uh, extensive, the type of opportunity that's out there for them. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Well, I know there, there's so many components of agriculture all the way from, you know, coming up with the seeds and then growing them and then you have to harvest them and package it and distribution and marketing. So that, and you probably touch on all of those, don't you? Yeah, transportation. We have uh, you know guys who want uh, heavy equipment operators that get trucking license and want to drive a truck. You know, I mean, uh, sales, marketing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, all, it's all there. IT. We've got a oh, couple of, of at our company that are IT guys. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all it's all there. 
Perfect. So I'm sure this is helping veterans who are facing unemployment, uh, challenging challenges with mental health. Um, I'm sure it, it reaches out to them, does it not? It does, and there's there's a difference between you know a job and a career, and, mm-hmm. and a career you love and a career you don't love. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you you you're used to coming home and there's banners, you know, saying that you're a hero and welcome home and parades and you know all these things, and then you get out and when you look at potentially look at your qualifications based on what you've done. You know, you're you're suitable to be a Walmart greeter. Mm. It's uh, it, it's hard on you know, it's hard on somebody to go from uh, yeah, you know, what they were doing to some menial task of any kind. Yeah, you know, so I think the important part of agriculture is that it provides that, you know, that feeling of giving back and yeah, you know, food security and all that, and it's pretty a way for them to continue their service really. Yeah. When you said that about being a Walmart greeter and not, you know, that, that made my heart heavy. Yeah. That made my heart. I mean, that's a lot of these guys, you know, there are officers out there with college degrees that come out and, you know, they, they, they run through the program as well. But a lot of these guys that haven't used their GI bill yet, Uh you know, they're looking, you know, when you're a, my MOS is a good example. When you get out as a machine gunner, there's uh-huh. not a lot of machine gunning going on out here anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so you got to find, uh, you got to find a way to, um, really highlight the skills that you do have when, when people look at uh, a job that's in the, you know, an MOS military occupational specialty, uh-huh. they don't see all the leadership, the training, you know, that goes behind that, you know, to get that, sense of purpose oh, and yeah. you know mission mission accomplishment there's a lot of right. uh things behind there that aren't stated in your job that you learn and and you can apply you know if you can lead a team of marines you can <laughs> you know run a run a uh a Dang. team of uh ad, admin people in yeah. an office you know yeah. leadership it. is leadership right so yeah exactly wow so how many veterans have you been able to help so far Oh, well, help. Uh, we've got about 16, 17 veterans maybe that's come through the program uh-huh. right about now. We have seven pending, I believe, that we're getting ready to find a good place for. And Nice. There's a, we just got a uh, $20,000 grant from Swords to Plowshares. Oh, nice. Congratulations on so, that. Yeah, that was a San Francisco-based group up there. So uh-huh. they... Um, they they got us that and that's gonna get you know twenty veterans through the program. Wow. So that's what we're uh, you know it's what it comes down to, right? Time and money. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. you know, funding has obviously been one of our challenges, as mm-hmm. it is with any with nonprofit. It. Well, even so for profit. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. Got to have the capital. Yep. Exactly. So, um, yeah. That's uh, that was a big that was a big that that really got us going. You know. So. Yeah. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Yay. Anything else you want to share about the VFA? I think we pretty much covered it All right. for the most part. Cool. Yeah. So and it's a great program and I invite everybody listening to, you know, come find us, you know, support us. And we need volunteers, we need uh-huh. funding, we need veterans, we need farms, we need it all. So <laughs> don't be afraid to come and help out. <laughs> and your your website is vetfarm.org, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yep. 
Perfect. Vetfarm.org. So I'm going to shift on you, and I'd like for you to talk about a time that you failed, how you overcame that failure, and what you might have learned from it. Okay. Well, actually, somewhat recent. I I started working for Mission Produce, uh -huh. and I didn't really, you know, put a lot of. Uh, I got kind of sucked into a, a really busy job. You know, a lot of hours, uh -huh. uh, high stress, and I kind of put the VFA on a back burner, so to speak. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, it got. You know, I, so recently I, I moved over to maintenance and um, was able to get a little bit of a more regular schedule. Mm -hmm. you know, still put in my eight to ten hours or so, but after that, have time. And you know, I started this. We were under under CAG's umbrella, and I've recently right. incorporated and filled out. You know, I'm filling out 501c3 status, so we can be a standalone nonprofit. Uh huh. And um, that was, uh, that's, that's been a challenge and oh, yeah. getting, getting started. Um, I, I really got to a point before we received that grant that I didn't know if, if we were going to be able to make it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we hired a program director in August and that's really helped, you know, of last year, August of last year. Oh, and that's, uh, that really, that helped us get the program moving. But I mean, Still, you know, we're, you know, we're small and we're, we're struggling to, yeah. uh, you know, pay her salary. So that, but, but through persistence and waiting <laughs> and, you know, keep, keep my head down and keep, yep. keep trudging, you know, keep sending the paperwork back in, keep it back and forth, back and forth and go. And I think, uh, you know, we've got some other grants in the process and the dedication is going to pay off. Yeah. So I, we're, you know, we're starting to move forward and things are exploding. We're getting tons of press and nice. we're helping tons of people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and this is, honestly, this is something you can't give up on. This is, I can tell this is, you know, this is, this is what you're here for now. So, yeah. That means a lot to hear. Yeah. So, thank yeah. you. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. So what do you consider your biggest success? Oh, I think, uh. You know, when when you talk to the guys that have been through the program and that have been working for a while, yeah, that's when that's when it really comes home. I think when you know a guy says that he changed his life and you know and his kids have a future and uh, you know his wife's happy with him and you know <laughs> things are going great, you know, <laughs> great for him. Yeah, uh, there's there's really nothing better than uh, mm. you know hearing that. So yeah. it's that's that's why we're here and that's why we do it and. You know, every single person that makes it through the program and, and gets a job or takes uh -huh. home some education or has a, comes up with a plan or yep. takes anything away away from it at all, that's, a, that's, that's my biggest success at yeah. that time until the next one. Until so. the next one. I hear you, man. I love getting the emails from people that just, you know, they're giving me a high five, you know, because I did something and it sparked their life. You know, it changed their life. Right. So I hear you on that one. So what drives you? Camaraderie, brotherhood, mm -hmm. you know, fellowship. That's, that's all it comes down to for me. I mean, you know, I've known a lot of guys that have come and gone and I just to be able to provide them with a chance that that's what drives me, you know? So. Nice. So what one final piece of advice do you have for our listeners? 
Oh, look us up and don't give up on yourself. And, you know, if you're not happy with what you're doing, change it. Life's short. Go out there and <laughs> find something that makes you happy. Yeah, that that is powerful. If you're not happy with where you are, change it. Life's short. Wow. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that one, man. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show and sharing your experience with us today, Lawrence. It has been a treat getting to chat with you. Thanks for having me. I've uh, really enjoyed it. Absolutely. So how can our listeners get a hold of you? Uh, they can email me at uh, lawrence at vetfarm.org. Mm-hmm. They can find us at the website, vetfarm.org. They can look us up on Facebook, Veteran Farmers of America, VSA. Um, it's pretty much perfect. the best way. Perfect, perfect. Well, thank you for your service, and thank you for doing what you're doing. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Yep. That's it for today. Thanks for joining us on the Urban Farm Podcast. Decades ago, I started growing food in my front and backyard, and I realized that my mission in life is to inspire and empower others to grow their own nutrient-dense, healthy, organic food. Because of this, a lot of people have come to me with their gardening questions over the years, and that got me thinking, what if we put together a community that would help budding gardeners blossom? So I finally made the idea a reality with my Urban Farm U member program. Each month, your membership includes three live online events, a monthly class, a chit-chat with an expert, and a monthly coaching session, plus access to the experts on our member page and a significant discount on our signature courses. I'm deeply committed to transforming our global food system, and I do this by empowering you to grow your own food. The Urban Farm Membership Program is a simple way to get going. Please join me in transforming your food system today. To learn more, go to urbanfarmmembership.org or text MEMBERSHIP to 33444. That's urbanfarmmembership.org or text MEMBERSHIP to 33444. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Urban Farm Podcast. Remember to listen three days a week for tips, advice, and resources to help you on your journey with urban farming. You can find us on the web at urbanfarm.org or send us an email to podcast at urbanfarm.org. In the words of Vincent Van Gogh, great things are done by a series of small things brought together. Be encouraged that with each lesson learned and skill developed, you are one step closer in the direction of your dreams. One of the first things that many of us learn when we start to garden is how to water and fertilize the soil. But there is an exception to this rule and it's called foliar feeding. You should foliar feed or water the leaves of your plant with liquid fertilizer when you want certain nutrients to be absorbed better. Not only are the leaves great at uptaking liquid fertilizer, if your soil isn't very good or your pH is off, foliar feeding can help your veggies and fruit trees quickly get the nutrients they need to thrive. If you're ready to start foliar feeding for maximum growth yields and quality, head on over to urbanfarm.org forward slash feed the leaves to see our selection of foliar feeding products. That's urbanfarm.org forward slash feed the leaves.